Broadcasting from the Attention Era Media Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, this is What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. I'm your game master, Josh Scheibe, the man whose dreams of, of being an NFL player were dashed the first time he saw Charlie Brown miss the football and thought, hey, that's me. And now, here's the right man to kick off the show, the host of What's the Score, Baxter Coleman! Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody. I appreciate that, Josh. I was a kicker in high school and for a few seasons in college as well, too, so I appreciate the metaphor. It's very fitting. Uh, Well, we've got a great show in store for you today. Summer vacation is almost over. However, if you are looking for an excuse to miss class, why not come and play one of our contestant games? Uh, Just go to WTSSportsQuiz.com and fill out our contact or contestant form today. You can also find the show on demand on the Sports Podcasting Network, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, and Vavil USA. All right, time to meet our panelists this week. First up, he is a sports journalist, a youper, and a former all-conference lineman at Wisconsin Lutheran College. Please welcome Ian DeMars to the program. Thanks, Baxter. Good to be back on the show, and it's that great time of the year where football's starting, so I'm so jacked to be so, here today. Just the, like the best day ever. You know, heck, exactly. with, heck with Christmas. It's football season. Oh, yeah. It's like That's the, the most best, wonderful yeah. time of the year, isn't yeah. it? I love it. All right, next up, he's a writer, a movie aficionado, and a golf extraordinaire. Please welcome Caleb Pearson to the panel. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me back. You know, I was here a couple <laughs> weeks ago, a wee bit rusty. So I'm looking to work things out today. Well, we look forward to seeing you chink off some of the rust today, Caleb. All right, and finally, he's our our token Detroit Lions fan, the only man that believes Matthew Stafford is an elite quarterback. Please welcome Michael (laughs) Sear to the program. I don't recall ever saying that, but (laughs) whatever works for you. Um... Contrary to what Ian said, I'm not looking forward to this season. It looks like it's going to be another long one. So another long one for the Lions. There, yeah. it's not a. Re- it's. I mean, it's. Is it still <laughs> a rebuilding it. project? Always. Always. <laughs> Always. Well, we're excited though to have all of you here on the show today. It's time now to get the show on the road, though, Game Master Shiby. That's right. We're welcoming in our first contestant to play quotable context. It's Joe Gervin. Hi, gentlemen. How are we doing today, Joe? I'm great. Thanks for having me on the show. We are excited to have you, Joe. All right, you are going to be playing our first game called Quotable Context, where Game Master Shibe will read you five quotes from this last week's news. Correctly identify at least three out of five questions, and you will win a What's the Score prize. If you do get stuck on a question, though, Joe, you are allowed to ask one of our three panelists for help, but only on one question, so make sure you choose wisely. Are you ready to play, sir? Let's go. All right, here is your first quote. U.S. Soccer determined this is the appropriate disciplinary action. That was Sunil Gulati issuing a statement about what U.S. soccer player that was suspended this week. Hope Solo. Yes, that is correct. As many people know by now, Solo was banned for six months and had her national team contract terminated after her comments about USA's loss to Sweden in the Olympics as well. It's one of those things, as a coach and as a player, you have to wonder, hey, if a player like this speaks out, is this the proper punishment for someone like her? I understand the punishment, but you look at the fact that it's six months, there's not that many matches that they're going to have, and she's at that point in her career where 
she might not even be back by the time the suspension starts. And that's the argument I've been making, too. I said, I mean, even if she does come back, it's that she's at that point in her career where she's going to be far too old for the next Women's World Cup when that finally rolls around in the next three years as well, too. Well, you know, it's kind of a, I want to know who's making these the time frames for these suspensions. You know, somebody trash talks, they get six months. Tom Brady cheats and gets four games. I mean, what is going on? America, Caleb. Welcome to America. That's basically... <laughs> what did Tom Brady do again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think somebody I said he cheated. Yeah, is Tom <laughs> still a thing? I thought we were on to Jimmy Garoppolo. Either way, Joe, here is your next quote. He's never been on a team that even had a remote chance of winning an NBA title. That was Syracuse head coach and U.S. basketball assistant coach Jim Boheim this week stating that what former player of his will never win an NBA championship? Carmelo Anthony. Yes, that is correct. So, Boheim had nothing good, had nothing but good things to say, of course, about Melo, uh, but did make it a point to say that he thinks Melo will never be on a team capable of winning an NBA championship. I mean, it's the Knicks, aren't they? The next super team, from what all we've been hearing from everybody? They're the next, <laughs> that's what they say, but they're like the older super team, so they're not And then to say, if to we, be... like, hit reverse by, like, you know, five years, exactly. like, this is an uh, elite team, with yeah. the, kind of what the Warriors he are. He would right have now. Porzingis, though. Well. You know, Porzingis might take that next up and drop like 30 and 10 every night. <laughs> Probably not. But. Knicks fans are certainly hoping that's what ends up coming. All right, uh, here's your next quote, Joe. I think we have a chance to win every game. That was Derek Rose this week stating that he thinks what team will win it all this NBA season? Derek Rose. The New York Knickerbockers yes. win the NBA championship? <laughs> yes, yes, I know. Good heavens. I know. Maybe Derek Rose should be listening to the show because, as all of you will recall, just a mere 30 seconds ago, we just uh, had a question saying that his old coach says that, or not his old coach, but Carmelo Anthony's old coach said that the Knicks have no chance of winning an NBA championship. I mean, it's definitely possible exactly. if you're playing 2K16, maybe. Let's say 2K16, 2K17, you can get those like, cheats to unlock exactly. Michael Jordan on the team or something. Well, in his defense, I don't think he was necessarily saying that they're going to go 82-0 and and like win the NBA championship, but that they have the chance to be in every game with well, the players that they have. I'm not isn't every team now? Aren't the Lions in every game until the ball's kicked off? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> until the coin flip, and then once they lose the coin flip, it just all kind of goes downhill from there. Basically, uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> nothing. Of course, <laughs> no, that's nothing against you. Of course. All right, Joe. Here is your next quote. I am not going to stand up to show pride in a flag for a country that oppresses black people and people of color. That was what NFL quarterback this week, whose actions during the national anthem raised national concern. That great American patriot, Colin Kaepernick. Yes, that is correct. For those that don't know, Kaepernick came under heavy fire after he, after he decided to sit during the national anthem to protest current events in the United States. Uh, there is still no word officially, though, uh, if he will be punished for his actions or not. All right, here is your final quote, Joe. If it was a full game, it would have been a bloodbath. That was what Seattle Seahawks, or that was Seattle Seahawks' Cam Chancellor after this last week's preseason game against the Dallas Cowboys, speaking about his one-on-one battle with what Cowboys player? Hmm. I have an idea, but I'm not exactly sure, so I think I'm going to reach out to our esteemed panel here. Okay. Would you like to talk to Caleb, Ian, or Michael for a potential hint? Ian, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling pretty good, so I can help you out. All right, so... Thank you. The hint I'll give you is he was an Ohio State Buckeye, and he had the crop top. He's known for wearing the crop top jersey or the suit, I should say. <laughs> As Excellent. I am also wearing Thank you right for now. clearing that up. 
<laughs> so who do you Hopefully think it is then, Joe? Talk. Yeah, <laughs> it's radio. Ezekiel thankful, Elliott. No. Yes, that is correct. Ezekiel Elliott. Thank you. Yes, Ezekiel Elliott is uh, one of those players that many people know will certainly have a lot of more responsibility now this season, especially now with Tony Romo going down for six to ten weeks, as many people say. Um, so we'll have to see just what the Cowboys have in store for us this coming season. It's been like an interesting situation with Elliott with the fact that goes to the NFL draft, wears this weird tuxedo where you can see his abs. Then he suddenly gets one of the best popular selling jerseys in the NFL. And then this whole thing with his ex-girlfriend. And now the fact that he, when they're in Seattle, he went to uh, this marijuana place and just was like looking around there's just like this guy's had like up and downs and he's got so much potential i mean who knows what's going to happen next for the guy well it's one of those things too you have to understand too with ezekiel he had a guy from ohio state he helped him win a national championship he's just a very versatile player as well all right game master shabby how did joe do on our quiz joe got a perfect score of five out of five he's a winner hey congratulations joe thank you so much for playing sir before we move on, I do want to note that Ian gets a point because of that successful hint. Hey, nicely done, Ian. Starting off the show with a bang. I love it. And we're heading to our first break now, but when we come back, our panelists will have their first crack at showcasing their knowledge of this week's sports news. Don't go away. You're listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. <laughs> Two Up Front is the American soccer show on the Sports Podcasting Network. Join Baxter Colburn and Simon Proven on Fridays at 11.30 a.m. Central as they cover all things American soccer with weekly guests from the pro, college, and youth ranks and digging deep into the American professional leagues. Two Up Front gives you the insight you're looking for. Airing at 11.30 a.m. Central on SportsPodcastingNetwork.com, it's Two Up Front, the world's game from an American perspective. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. I'm your game master, Josh Scheibe. This week, our panelists are Ian DeMars, Caleb Pearson, and Michael Sear. And now, here's your host at the Attention Era Media Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Baxter Colburn. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody. We've had a great show so far. A reminder for all of you, of course, to go and check out our website, WTSSportsQuiz.com. See how close Mr. DeMars is to overtaking Dan Pfeiffer for that number one spot. Will it happen one day? Yes, maybe, possibly. We don't know. We do have rumors, though. Their agents have spoken, and at least sometime in September, the DeMars versus Pfeiffer showdown will happen at some point. Are you excited about that, Ian? Oh, yeah. I've always liked going against the best, and right now he's the best, so it'll definitely be a great You've got the size advantage, but I'm, you know, he's, <laughs> I, I, I want to know how that's going to shake out. I'm, yeah. I'm really curious. All right, panel, well, we have some more questions uh, for you about this last week's sports news. Michael, we'll start with you. Uh, the City of Boston took home another championship by winning what finals in that in what magical sport? Quidditch. Yes, yes, that is correct. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you seem befuddled by that. I, I was very befuddled, but you said magical, and I was like, 
really? There's yes. a Quidditch league or something like yes, that? Yes, Major League Quidditch. This is was founded only two years ago, but it already boasts 16 teams across North America. Uh, this season, the Boston Knight Riders took home the championship for the second year in a row. They might want to talk to the Red Sox about what it takes to be consistent and win a championship as well on a national level. Well, I don't know. It took the Red Sox over 100 years at one point. They so. get one every 100 years. Yeah. That's, that's all it is, basically. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, credit to, you know, you know, nobody needs the Celtics or the Bruins. I mean, you now have the Boston Knight Riders and the Patriots as the two, you know, primary championship winning teams in Boston now. It's, <laughs> that's what this world has come to. I'm a little concerned, I guess. All righty, and the next one's for you. This week, the Arizona Coyotes hockey team signed the first what in NHL history to their team? Hmm. I'm going to need a hint for that one. A hint on this one. So we've heard about these uh, things being signed uh, for NFL teams. Last season, there was, I believe, the first one of these signed in the NFL, and now NHL hockey has their first one of these, hmm. if that makes any sense. Is it, are you saying like a, some sort of like agreement, kind of? Or? It's not an agreement. It, it involves one physical person. Oh, that, a female coach? Yes. Yes, that is correct. Um, the first full-time female coach. Uh, Arizona announced the hiring of Don Braid. Uh, she was a, she's a skating coach who also has worked with the Leafs, Sabres, and other teams as well. So when you were talking about that, I just thought of the Lions just hired uh, cheerleaders this year. So it's like, there's hockey cheerleaders now? What the heck is he talking about? Yes, yes. <laughs> if I was going to say, I was like, do they actually have hockey cheerleaders? I know I, they have I like dance teams do. sometimes that are like dance in the stands and stuff. Like figure skaters going around with yeah, the Yeah, or like the ice crew or whatever is in that. Oh, kind of the, what they're called. about the Zambonis? <laughs> yes, on the Zambonis. They usually strap kids little, on I'm there. I'm just like, picturing <laughs> people in parkas with pom-poms now. Yeah, it's so like, it's cold. Like, <laughs> it's yeah, cold, go team. I love it. All right, Caleb, final question here. This round goes to you. The closing ceremonies of the Rio Olympics uh, found themselves delayed. No, not due to Zika or anything else, because everybody was doing what? Oh. <laughs> can I get a hint? You can get a hint. Right. Uh, it involved one of the U.S. gymnasts, and everybody wanted proof that they got to see this person. What was was it? Simone Bales had trouble bringing in the flag. Carrying in the flag? Well, it involves Simone, but give, give, like I said, people wanted to have show proof that they got a chance to, to hang with Simone while they were there. <laughs> Hold on. I need to have some self-reflection here. Um, <laughs> everybody wanted to take a selfie with her? Yes, that is exactly right. <laughs> so it's, it's one thing for, you know, a national crisis or a disease or something or colored water to, to stall an event, but the, the, the closing ceremonies of the Olympics were stalled. I don't know the exact amount of minutes because everybody that would walk by Simone Biles would ask her for a picture. People around the country continue to just be like, yo, like I want, you know, I want a picture with you kind of a thing. So it was, it was very interesting. Well, they needed to snap back into that in quick chatting so people could get the ceremonies ha. over with. You know? You're terrible. I love uh. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we're heading to a break. But when we come back, our second contestant hopes to win one of our nice prizes here. Yes, that is a pun. We'll show you what we mean in just a couple of minutes when we come back on What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. (laughs) 
everyone. This is Baxter Colburn, host of What's the Score, the sports news quiz. And I'm your game master, Josh Scheibe. If you think you are smart enough or smarter than a fifth grader and want to play our games on air, you can either come by the studio or you can call us, but there's a few different ways you can get a hold of us. If you'd like to email us, you can do so at WTSSportsQuiz at gmail.com. Or for you social media savants, head over to Facebook, What's the Score, the sports news quiz, or Twitter, WTS Sports Quiz. Now back to the action with myself and Josh Ivey. Hey, it's Kevin of the Sports Podcasting Network on SPN. On top of what's the score the sports news quiz, you can find a plethora of great sports podcasts. Hardwood Radio, Gridiron Radio, Sports, It's in the Game, Scuderi F1, the second most listened to F1 podcast in the whole world, Soccer Today, live radio shows like Open Lines After Dark, MLS Post Game Show, Two Solitude Soccer Podcast, Off the Woodworks, and much, much more. All that on the Sports Podcasting Network.com. Hello all and welcome back to the Attention Era Media Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This is What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. I'm Josh Scheibe, your Game Master. We have a fantastic panel here today. It's Michael Sear, Caleb Pearson, and Ian DeMars. And they'll have the opportunity to show their prowess in just a little bit. Before that, though, here's the host of What's the Score? Baxter Colburn! Thank you, Josh. Coming up, we put our panelists to the test in our Name 5 Panelist Showdown. If you think you are smart enough to play our games on the air, it really doesn't take much. I mean, look at our panel this week. We encourage you to visit our website. Go to WTSSportsQuiz.com and sign up today. Playing our next game is William Walters. Welcome to the show, William. How are you guys doing this afternoon? William, we are just over the moon excited to, uh, to be doing the show today and to have you back on the program as well. For those that are avid followers, they know that you were on a couple of months ago and you did a fantastic job, but uh, we thought it was only fitting, or fitting to have you back on the program again, William. You are going to be playing a game uh, that... As many people know, have been uh, has been of a hot topic recently involving the Olympics. Um, it was announced that U.S. women's national team goalkeeper Hope Solo was banned for six months, and uh, her national team contract was terminated. Uh, all of this, of course, coming off the back of her wonderful comments about the Swedish national team after their loss in the Olympic quarterfinals. In this game, which we're calling Hope Shot First, and yes, that is a Star Wars reference, referencing Han Shot First, because he did, we'll ask you five questions about Solo and her interesting life and career. Correctly answer at least three, and you'll win a What's the Score prize. Also, if you get stuck on a question, you are allowed to ask a panelist for a hint, but only on one question, so make sure you choose wisely. Are you ready to play? I'm ready. All right, here's your first question. Solo found a passion for soccer thanks to whom? Was it A, her aunt, B, her little sister, or C, her dad? Who? Um, you know what? I hate to do this on the first question, but I'm going to ask the panel. Oh, my goodness. Are you, are you sure? You really want to ask them? I mean, not to say that the rest of the questions are a cakewalk, but I just want to make sure because it is the first question. Uh, can you repeat the question? Yes. Game Master Shabby, one more time, please. Solo found a passion for soccer thanks to whom? Was it A, her aunt, B, her little sister, or C, her dad? All right. I'm just going to take a guess and go with 
uh, her dad. Yes, that is correct. Nicely done. Oh, wow. Yes, her father, uh, as much as some people may or may not know, she had a bit of a falling out with her dad uh, later on in his life. Uh, and, of course, he passed away a couple of years ago as well. She said, regardless of all the issues, uh, her dad was still the main driving factor to get her started with soccer at the mere age of five. All right, here's your next question, William. Um, aside from soccer, Sola was also a part of Dancing with the Stars a couple of years back. Uh, while on the show, though, she, did, uh, she claimed that her dance partner did what to her during a rehearsal? Was it A, stormed out and said she was a terrible person, B, slapped her in the face, or C, accidentally broke her nose by dropping her during a dance move? Oh, I have to be honest. On Mondays and Tuesdays, I don't watch much Dancing with the Stars. Uh, You're more of a Bachelor, Um, Bachelorette kind of guy. I totally understand it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I am going to... I am going to go with... um, what were the three options again? <laughs> uh, it was A, stormed out. Her dance partner stormed out and said she was a terrible person. B, uh, her dance partner slapped her in the face. Or C, her dance partner accidentally broke her nose by dropping her during a dance move in rehearsal. I'm going to go with C. Accidentally broke her nose uh, during rehearsal? Yep. That is incorrect. No, unfortunately. Um, she claimed that he slapped her in the face, although he denies the allegations, of course. But, uh, I mean, has anybody tried to deal with Hope Solo? She might. I, I, I just don't know. Was, uh, <laughs> was, her, was her dancing partner Rick James from the Chappelle show? Ah. What did the five fingers say to the face? <laughs> Slap! Uh, it was Maxime, actually. But either, either way, though, I still appreciate your effort on that one. <laughs> It was above my head. I was homeschooled, Caleb. you got to keep this a little bit more mainstream. So I can. Anyway, all right, here's your next one. Those close to Solo know that she's not one to be messed around with. Apparently, after her first love in high school broke her heart, what did she do in return? Did she A, slash his car tires, B, punch him in the face, or C, date his best friend for three years? Well, she definitely didn't write a song about him like ah. Taylor Swift would. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say she uh, slashed his car tires. Uh, I really wish she would have, and maybe she did, but no, she uh, she punched him in the face. Apparently, um, her high school love broke her heart, so in retaliation, she popped him a good one right in the face. I mean, if you look at wow. her recent past, it doesn't surprise me that that's the answer. It stem, had to stem from somewhere, I yeah. guess. I don't know. All right, William, here is your next question. Uh, Hope Solo attended Washington University. Uh, however, uh, when it came time for graduation, what was her excuse for missing the ceremony? Was it A, she had to play in a professional soccer game, B, her dog ate her graduation dress, or C, her boyfriend was arrested and couldn't drive her to the ceremony? I would hope that the reason is that uh, she had a soccer game. Yes, that is correct. (laughs) All right, here is your final one, William. Aside from being a world-class soccer player, Hope Solo is also a what? Is it A, a world-renowned chef, chef, B, a best-selling author, or C, an internationally ranked tennis player? 
Okay, I know it's not C, so I'm going to go with the panel here. Is it A or B, guys? All right, well, who would you like to ask? You can ask Caleb, Ian, or Michael for a hint. Uh, let's go with Michael. Michael, all right, how can you give William a hint on this one? Uh, I wouldn't write off this question. <laughs> Does that help you at all? <laughs> uh, it, it does. Can you repeat which one was A and which one was B? So A was a world-renowned chef, or a chef, uh, or B, a best-selling author. Okay, I'm going to go with B. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> Best-selling author, yes. I believe it's called Solo, The Journey of Hope. Or I don't know. It's it's some weird... Anyway, either way, it was a best-selling <laughs> book, and the New York Times loved it, of course. Game Master Shivey, how did William do on our quiz? William got three out of five correct. He's a winner! Hey, nicely done, William. Congratulations, and thank you so much for playing, sir. All right, panel. Let's move along and ask you guys a couple of questions. Ian, we'll start with you. Uh, fans of the Atlanta Falcons got a great surprise this week when they opened their copy of Madden 2017 and started to play it. What was it? Hmm. Can I get a hint, please? Uh, yes, you can. Uh, not only do you get to see where the concession stands are, but you get to hear the artificial sound pumped into the new stadium as well. So that... Would it be that their new skate stadium was like on the game? Yes, or? yep, exactly. Yes. Um, it's also, uh, the game also features uh, things where you're able to start off a season very strong and then ultimately crash and burn after six games. Um, <laughs> and then also, as previously mentioned, you can also have extra crowd noise pumped into the stadium as well to make it seem louder than it actually is as well. Okay. Took me a second to realize that you were not talking about the lions there. Yes, you're like, <laughs> wait a minute. Yes, the falcons, wait. lions, uh, two animals of the same feather, That's, uh, but not. No, no. Not really. No. <laughs> I don't know. Either oh, way. Okay. But the way they both played last year was one of those things. Yeah, okay, Caleb, yeah, the next one's for you. The Michigan Wolverines lost a top five recruit this past week after the school did what? <clears throat> um... <laughs> Uh, I, I have uh, no idea. Could I please request a hint? You can request a hint. Would you like it from me or from Josh? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, uh, with you. Oh, with me? Oh, yes, okay. of course. Uh, well, as many, as many people know that when you apply to a college, usually there are pre-college events that you can attend, and sometimes you will get a, a certain thing in the mail as well for a token of their appreciation for you attending said event. <laughs> Uh, did he break his leg at a kegger? He did not. <laughs> no. <laughs> that would have been a better story, unfortunately. No. Um, so basically what happened, Michigan sent him a thank you letter for an event that he never attended. Uh, it was one of those, you know, standard form letters that everybody got for like a before school barbecue. Uh, what was even worse, though, was that they spelt his first and last name wrong on the letter. And uh, he was not happy about that. Uh, for those that know, of course, Jim Harbaugh and his Organization don't usually make a lot of mistakes unless, of course, it's on a punt or something occasionally. But uh, man, no, no aside, sympathy here. Aside from anything. that, I mean, um, <laughs> but no. So basically, that what happened. This guy said he was going to decommit um, and probably go somewhere else. Um, apparently, this happened to Ohio State a couple years ago too with Urban Meyer. He lost a guy, and then he ended up going and committing to USF. So I don't really know if he won or not in that situation. I mean, despite that, I mean, it's not really going to hurt Michigan too much, really. I don't believe, but I mean. He was a top. I mean, he was like a top seventy pick overall person overall, but he was a top five D lineman. So I mean, yeah. it, it all. If Michigan's pass rush suffers this year, then we'll know. I guess yeah. it's uh, one of those situations. Yeah. Does Michigan well, traditionally have a good pass rush? Um, 
relatively, yeah. yeah. I mean, he was a class of 2017, I think. So, and he mm-hmm. probably wouldn't have played right. He away had either. one more. Yeah, so, yeah as I yeah, say, he, he had one more season. A couple of years yeah. before he would have made an impact. Sure, anyway, they're so. like a. I think they're like a top 20 defense last year. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. All right, uh, last question here. This round goes to you, Michael. Uh, one fan of Steph Curry actually thought it was a good idea this past week to spend three thousand and one hundred ninety dollars on a used what of Curry's. <sighs> I'm going to need a hint for that one. <laughs> it's the most iconic thing that Steph Curry does aside from make buckets every game. Yeah, it's not clicking. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Got nothing for me? No. Nope. Ah, it was his mouth guard, actually. Oh. His, uh, his used mouth guard, as many people know, yes, he gets fired up. He throws his mouth guard, but he's always chewing on it before he takes free throws, and people, of course, lose their minds, saying, it's bad for your teeth, and all that other kind of stuff. Maybe that's what they sound like. I don't know. I mean, it's bad. <laughs> it might be bad for your teeth, but he's over 90% from the free throw line, so it's probably good for when It's working out for him, but yes, the fact that someone thought it was a good idea to spend almost $3,200 on a used... Was it the specific one that he threw? Yeah, it actually went? says, like, curry on it on the side. Oh. I think he yeah, was one of those. That the one he, like, that threw. he threw and hit the fan right in the face during the finals. Maybe, and maybe that person decided to take it and resell it. But <laughs> maybe if he'd have wanted it sold for more, I guess that's one of those <laughs> one of those things. I have I have no idea. Well, it's time for another break, but don't worry, we'll be right back, and our panelists will have another chance to answer some questions about this week's sports news. You're listening to What's the Score, the Sports News Quiz. <laughs> Hey guys, this is Baxter Colburn, host of What's the Score, the sports news quiz. If you enjoy listening to What's the Score, why not go and donate to our Patreon account today? That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com. Search for What's the Score and donate today. You can get awesome t-shirts, before the show shout-outs, and so much more. Tell your friends about us. Hey, if you donate, we'd be happy to give you a shout-out and even have you come on the show and play a game or two with us as well. James Corsmo of TitletownSoundOff.com here with the man they call Bobo. Howdy. And we want to tell you a bit about our podcast, Titletown Sound. We're fans of the Green Bay Packers, as I'm sure many of you are, and we know there are plenty of opinions out there, but we think we give you some unique takes that vary between the level-headed and sensible, all the way to the entertainingly absurd. That's our specialty, the entertainingly absurd. Sure is. We've got other hosts to talk sensible-like. So the website is Titletown Sound Off, and the podcast is Titletown Sound? That's right. So the podcast just leaves off the off? Yes. So fans of the Packers should go in to TitletownSoundOff.com to get into the podcast. Exactly. That's a lot of prepositions. Sure is, James. It sure is. Now back to two of my favorite prepositions on the interwebs, Baxter and Josh. Those are nouns. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to What's the Score, the Sports News Quiz, and thanks for listening in. We're broadcasting from the Attention Era Media Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I'm your game master, Josh Scheibe. We're playing this week with Caleb Pearson, Michael Sear, and Ian DeMars. And here, once again, is your host of What's the Score, Baxter Colburn! Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody. 
Moving on with the show now. Time for our last slate of questions for our panelists this week. Game Master Shybe, the floor is yours, sir. All right, Caleb, the first one's for you. During a routine mound visit during the Little League World Series, what took place between the coach and the pitcher? <sighs> Can I get a hint? I'm kind of on a cliff with this one. <laughs> I, oh. I don't know if you're actually like punning me or what. No, no, I there. honestly, I honestly don't know. <laughs> you really, you really have no idea. Okay. I don't know. I don't read. Apparently, apparently not. <laughs> I barely do. It's baseball. Either way, um, do you have Josh has a hint for you? Yes. Okay. They have a very familiar relationship. Mm. Uh, they were fighting, family fighting. No, not exactly. Unfortunately, um, you were. It was, you were right about the family part, but no, the coach was was dad, and uh, he told the pitcher, his son, uh, mid-game, that he loved him and that he was proud of him after he, I think, had just given up like a home run or something like that, which is really not pitching very well. It was a very uh, feel, you know, feel-good moment, but uh, of course, as Twitter does, Twitter likes to make fun of things like this, and some people were like, oh, that's so cute, and other people were like, you guys should have mic'd up my dad in Little League. You couldn't have been able to publish half the things that he said. It was... <laughs> Uh, either way, though, it was a very heartwarming thing to see happen uh, in that regards. Uh, all right, Michael, question for you. Uh, this week, Will Farrell and Magic Johnson were on site to break ground for a stadium for what new soccer team? LAFC. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> soccer questions. Uh, so good. But yes, both Johnson and Farrell are uh, part owners of the club, along with Mia Hamm and other many notable figures. Uh, LAFC will play in MLS starting in 2018 and hope to be a rival club to the LA Galaxy as well. All right, Ian, the last one's for you. Real Madrid, Manchester City, and Juventus were among the 32 teams drawn into what major soccer tournament? I'm going to need a hint because soccer's not my sport. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, see, since you have no idea, that kind of puts me in a bit of a corner, even if I were to give you a hint. Um, are you familiar with European soccer at all? Yeah, kind of. Okay, so you know how we have the World Cup mm-hmm. and you know the Olympics, of course. This is the uh, the World Cup for European soccer clubs, but it doesn't doesn't say cup or... Is it or UEFA? FIFA? It, you were right with UEFA, UEFA, but there's something else that goes with it. I can't just give it to you the on a, UEFA... Any the UEFA Cup? Mm, no, no, unfortunately not. It's uh, it's the UEFA Champions League is what it is. Yes, the Champions League, uh, they have their, their theme. They're the champions or whatever they do. A bunch of people sing it and it sounds beautiful. Uh, Real Madrid won the tournament last season. For those that are avid soccer followers, uh, you'll know that. Um, this season, of course, uh, we'll see if they can repeat as well. Any uh, Leicester City in this one? Leicester City is because they won the Premier League outright. They have qualified okay. and they're uh, in the 32-team uh, tournament. Okay, so how, we'll much a, how much of a long shot are they for this one? Uh, they have a I don't chance. expect you to know everything. I I don't know that officially, (laughs) but they have a better chance than a lot of the other teams, purely based off that they kept most of their team together from last year. So, Mm. and traditionally, though, English clubs have not done very well. Well, folks, it's time for me to break up the fun once again. But before we move on, I do want to note that Michael got an additional point for giving a successful hint in our second game. And when we come back, our final contestant will play another one of our games. Don't go away. You're listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. Two Upfront is the American soccer show on the Sports Podcasting Network. 
Join Baxter Colburn and Simon Proven on Fridays at 11.30 a.m. Central as they cover all things American soccer with weekly guests from the pro, college, and youth ranks and digging deep into the American professional leagues. Two Up Front gives you the insight you're looking for. Airing at 11.30 a.m. Central on SportsPodcastingNetwork.com, it's Two Up Front, the world's game from an American perspective. Welcome back, everyone. This is What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. I'm Josh Shivey, your Game Master. Our Name 5 panelist showdown is coming up, but first we have a game called What Sport Is It? Here to get the game going is your host of the Attention Era Media Studios here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It's Baxter Colburn! Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody. Fantastic show so far today. We've talked about all kinds of different things. We've talked about soccer on the show, Game Master Shabby, more than I feel like we have in a long time. I think you're right. But, hey, soccer's a beautiful sport, except nobody knows anything about soccer. So, <laughs> we'll have to get a more soccer panel, and I think Peter Wilt needs to come back sometime. All right, let's move along uh, with the show game, Master Shibe. It's time to welcome in our final contestant. Playing our final game is Michael Hunt. Welcome to the show, Michael. Thanks for having Well, Michael, we are excited to have you here. Uh, you are going to be playing our game this week, which is called Which Sport Is It? Uh, for you and many other sports fans out there, they, you know that the sports world is full of so many tricky and confusing terms describing what is happening on the field, on the court. So we thought putting a game together about some of those interesting terms might be a helpful idea. In this game, which we're calling Which Sport Is It? We'll give you seven sports terms, and you must tell us what sport that term commonly belongs to. Correctly answer at least four questions, and you'll win a What's the Score prize. Remember, if you get stuck, you can ask a panelist for a hint, but only one time, so choose wisely. Are you ready to play? Sure, let's go. All right, your three sports that you get to choose from this week are water polo, equestrian polo, and racquetball. All right? <laughs> Uh, racquetball and uh, yep. So here, so we'll give you we'll give you the question, and then you just got to tell us which sport it is. Okay? okay. Sounds good. All right, here we go. Here's your first one. Um, if we said the word bunny, what sport would that be referring to? Is it a water polo, b racquetball, or c equestrian polo? Bunny. Um, I would say water polo. Yes, that is correct. Uh, a bunny is a goal scored on a power shot close to the goalkeeper's head. All right, here is your next one. If we said hired assassin, which sport would we be talking about? A, water polo, B, racquetball, or C, equestrian polo? Uh, could you repeat that, please? If we said hired assassin, which sport would we be talking about? Water polo, racquetball, or equestrian polo? Racquetball. No, that is incorrect, actually. It was uh, equestrian polo. Uh, I hired assassin as a professional player, actually. That kind of makes a little sense, because if you are an assassin, maybe you're trying to get away on a horse. So oh, maybe. cheeky. I love it. All right, here's your next one. Uh, if we said cutthroat, what sport would we be talking about? Is it A, water polo, B, racquetball, or C, equestrian polo? Racquetball. Yes, that is correct. Uh, this is a racquetball variant for three players in which two players team up against the server with players alternating at the server position as well. If we said Wellingtons, what sport would we be talking about? Is it A, water polo, B, racquetball, or C, equestrian polo? 
equestrian polo. Yes, that is correct. Wellingtons, they are the rubber boots ideal for treading in wet weather. They are usually green. I believe my wife owns a pair of Wellingtons, except they are more uh, rainbow-colored instead. I do not have a pair of Wellingtons. They're like a rain boot, basically. It's a fancier term. But now the next time, next time you go out, like, oh, I fetched my Wellingtons. Yes, it sounds much better. All right, here is your next one. I'm going to move on before I get slapped. Uh, if we said plum... Plum, what sport would we be talking about? Water polo, racquetball, or equestrian polo? Did you say plum? I did say plum. 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 I would say uh, water polo. No, that is incorrect, unfortunately. Plum uh, is from Racquetball. Uh, it is a setup opportunity for a great offensive shot, usually a shot which can be hit at knee level or lower. All right, here is your final question. Second to last, I believe, actually. Pardon me, yes. If we said queasy, which sport would we be talking about? Water polo, racquetball, or equestrian polo? Water polo. That is incorrect. It's equestrian polo. Ah. It's, it's the feeling that a polo player has just before a fall. Ah, felt, felt queasy, yes. They have they named for everything. Your Wellingtons are your boots. I was queasy. It's like you're falling. No, I'm queasy. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> Gerald? I don't know. <laughs> All right, here's your final one, Michael, for real this time. If we said egg beater, what sport would we be talking about? Is it A, water polo, B, racquetball, or C, equestrian polo? Water polo. Yes, that is correct. Egg beating is a form of treading water, named because the circular mo- uh, movement of the legs uh, resembles the motion of egg beaters. Uh, Game Master Shabby, how did Michael do on our game? Michael got four out of seven correct. He's a winner. Yeah, nicely done, Michael. Thank you so much for playing, sir. Well, the moment you've been w- you've all been waiting for is almost here. Stick around and listen to our panelists duke it out on the Name 5 Panelist Showdown coming up right after the break. Don't go away. You're listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. Josh Scheibe, your Game Master here at What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. Thanks for listening in. I may not know much about sports, but what I do know about are our social media pages. Check us out on Facebook at What's the Score or Twitter and Instagram at at WTS Sports Quiz. Thanks very much for listening. Hi, everyone. I'm your Game Master, Josh Scheibe. And I'm your host, Baxter Colburn. Hey, if you think the show is worth at least a dollar, why don't you go to our Patreon account? We'd be very grateful if you donate to the show. That's how people like Josh and I stay employed, or pretend to be employed at least. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. And now, back to more sports trivia action. Put my checks in the mail. Hello and welcome back. Thanks for listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. I'm your game master, Josh Scheibe. Our panelists have been warming up for their final showdown. While they get ready, here's your host at the Attention Era Media Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Baxter Corbin. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody. 
Well, not all at once, please. Please. Thank you. Anyway, we've had a great show so far today. We've had some contestants on. I believe everybody has gone home a winner as well, too, Game Master Shabby. That just warms my heart that we can bless so many people with amazing prizes. <laughs> anyway, it is now time for our favorite part of the show, Game Master Shabby. What time is it? It's time for the Name 5 Panelist Showdown! Our panelists will be given four topics in which they will have ten seconds to name five people, teams, places, or things related to the sports world. Each panelist will have the same category. However, they cannot repeat answers. One point is awarded for each correct answer. Game Master Shabby, can you give us the scores, please? I can. Caleb has one point. Ian and Michael both have three. Oh, Really? Mm-hmm. Are you sure? I'm sure. Wow. Okay. Well, nicely done, guys. Holy cow. <laughs> <coughs> All right. Well, uh, we'll be leading off with who's in last place? I promise I'm listening today. That would be Caleb. First? Caleb, you are up first. <laughs> All right. My favorite panelist. All right. You're going to be leading us off, Caleb, by naming five current NBA players. Ten seconds. Current NBA players. And begin. LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Dwight Howard. There we go. He got five. Well done. Well done. On to you, Mr. Ian. Ten seconds, and begin. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Harrison Barnes, Draymond Green, Andrew Bogut. There you go. He got five as well. And Mr. Sear, can we go three for three? Hopefully. Begin. Reggie Jackson, Catavius Caldwell-Pope, Andre Drummond, Marcus Morris, Tobias Harris. I'm sorry. Who did you say was your second one? Catavius Caldwell-Pope. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. Either way, that is still correct. Holy cow. They're all in the Pistons, I promise. (laughs) Sure. He's, he's, he's correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Round two, starting with you, Ian. You're going to be naming five Major League Soccer teams. Ten seconds and begin. Los Angeles Galaxy, uh, New York Red Bulls, uh, the uh, Seattle Sounders, the uh, Colorado Rapids, and uh, the uh, – that's it. All right, he got four. All right, Mr. Sear, on to you. Ten seconds. Go. Columbus Crew, New England Revolution. Colu- uh, I almost said the same thing again. Uh, <laughs> LAFC, does that one count yet? Minnesota nope. United, no. Uh, I'm trying here. Portland Timbers? Yep. I'll take three. three. We were looking for current teams. Uh, those, three, those teams are not. I swear anybody. I'm listening. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, and me, you and me both. You and me both. All right, Caleb. Uh, seven teams have been named out of the current 20, 20 teams. I don't, I don't know any teams, so I'm just going to make these up. Sounds good. <laughs> Ten right. seconds and go. The Nebraska Corn Gulls. Nearly. The Illinois Toll Booths. Last year. <laughs> the Minnesota Lakes. No. The Maine Lobsters. <sighs> and the Massachusetts Angry People. I think you got that last one. No, that is incorrect. <laughs> This is why I love this show. This is the, this is the reason. I feel like right? I should give you a point just for the quality of those puns. <laughs> You're the game master. You can give him p- one point if you want to. I guess not. All right. Michael, you're going to be leading off our third round by naming five. What's the score, panelists? Ten seconds and begin. Michael Sear, Caleb Pearson, Ian DeMars. <laughs> um, shoot. Peter Wiltz. Yep. Um... All right, he got four. He took the obvious ones, boys. (laughs) Caleb, over to you with ten seconds, and begin. Uh, Michael Biermeister, Mitch Vomhoff, uh, Armin, I don't want to mispronounce his last name. Yeah, I got you, though, yep. All right, he got three. All right, Ian, ten seconds over to you, and begin. Uh, Eric Condia, Andrew Flagel, Megan Megan Lonfader, Chris Gibbons, and... uh, 
Nick Zurich. Yes, yes, you got all five. Nicely done. How interesting. All right, Game Master Shabby, what are our scores going into the final round? Caleb has nine points, Michael has 15, and Ian is in the lead with 17. Well, how interesting. All right, well, Caleb, you have an opportunity to at least play spoiler on this last one. For those that don't know, our final round works like this. Uh, you are given 10 seconds with a topic, but you can name as many as possible in 10 seconds instead of just five. All right, Caleb, you're going to be going first. This week, we will be naming five NFC North players, current NFC North players from the Packers, Lions, Bears, and Vikings. Ten seconds and begin. Teddy Bridgewater, Aaron Rodgers, Jordy Nelson, what's their, Lacey, uh, <laughs> Jay Cutler. Hey, five is sometimes all you need, I guess. That's, all, that's totally fine. Thank you, Caleb. Nicely done. Thriving with five. All right. I believe, is it Michael that's in second place? All right, Michael, 10 seconds, as many as possible, aside from those mentioned before you. Are you ready? No. Okay. And begin. Stafford, Mir Abdullah, Marvin Jones, Golden Tate, DeAndre Levy, uh, Darius Slay, Glover Quinn, uh, Taylor Decker, Riley Reef. You got... Ten, really? Wow. Okay. Like I said, I was homeschooled. I got nine, but that's fine. <laughs> ten, ten. You got ten. Well done. All right. So, what does Ian need to tie and or win? Ian needs eight to tie and nine to win. All right, Ian. Ten seconds and go. Brian Balaga, David Bakhtiari, JT Treader, Trevor Davis, Jared Cook, Mason Crosby, uh, Brett Hundley, uh, Marquise Wilson, Kevin White, Jared. He, he, got got, nine. he got nine. He got nine. Holy cow. Game Master Shabby, what are the final scores? Caleb has 14, Michael has 25, and Ian wins with 26. Congratulations, Ian. You, you pulled it out right at the end there. I was a little concerned that we were going to have to go to a tiebreaker. <laughs> but uh, with this now, I believe that's five. Five yes. shows that you have won name five on. Uh, how, does, how do you feel? You feel uh, this one, having to name eight in that time was definitely difficult. So it's good to be back on a win, getting the win streak going again, hopefully. And I'll give this victory to Eric Condia, my oh, rival. from rival from, from far away. Thank you, Eric, <laughs> wherever you are, if you're out there listening. Michael, nearly there, but as a traditional line, you just couldn't pull through at the end. Yeah, there. I know. I need to name more <laughs> Lions. Just one more. I would have done it. Thrown up that more. Hail Mary at the end, and somehow it just managed to... Never work. coming on the show again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb, you're a Vikings fan. You're used to being made fun of as well, too. Uh, third place, a typical Vikings finish, I feel like, uh, for last year, of course. But uh, how do you uh, how do you feel about your performance this time? You were a little bit more vocal this time, which I think was good. Uh, what do you think overall? Uh, you know, I was a little a little more vocal. Um, you know, the heart was there, uh, the knowledge was not. Mm. <laughs> um, you know, great panelists. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. Look forward to uh, to having having being being back if uh, if I get invited. <laughs> <laughs> the next show is going to be in sign language game, Master Shivy. For all of our sakes, I feel like none of us can speak English today. Holy cow. Either way, uh, we appreciate all of you being on the show this week. Uh, What's the Score has been a production of the Sports Podcasting Network. Uh, thank you to our contestants and studio audience here at the Attention Era Media Studios. <laughs> our panelists this week have been Caleb Pearson, Ian DeMars, and Michael Sear. Our social media producer is Tony Larson. Our theme was composed by Danny Hoffenstein. Our show producer was David Bobke. And the executive director of What's the Score is Liz Colburn. 
I've been your game master, Josh Scheibe. And I've been your host, Baxter Colburn. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next time on What's the Score?